Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Matt. Good evening. Good evening, indeed. Minus the fact that we are doing this without internet. No internet access. We're in the dark ages again. It's a third world country. Somehow, we are still recording a podcast <laughs> in a third world country. What uh, what are we doing? Uh, it's Gamer Sue Podcast. Good answer. November eighth, twenty nineteen, coming at you. Not live or in charge. Yeah. So yeah, what if uh, while you hear us cracking bottles in the background and <laughs> a lot of spritzy spritzes because Nate needs his sparkling water, delicious. The Price Shopper brand, not sponsored. You're welcome, fam. Heard it here first. Not sponsored by sparkling water. Not spot. Well, no, I would sponsored by sparkling water, but Price Shopper seems to have the only weird. Weird that it's a Price Shopper brand, right? It's not like a different one that I can find in every store. Specifically, Price Shopper brand sparkling water, delicious. Interesting. I've tried the Target version of what they call sparkling water, much closer to a, a tonic, which is not the same, or a seltzer, not the same. And their flavors are terrible. I wonder who like makes their their sparkling water. I'm sure I can find out for you here while There's I read some... a, learn to read a bottle. Uh, quality and value picks by Price Chopper. Um, distributed by Price Chopper Incorporated from Schenectady, New York. So interesting. I got nothing. Other than it is delicious, and you're welcome for that. So if you're ever in the uh, tri-state area or wherever Price Shopper stops existing, yeah, cross that line and go get yourself some sparkling water out of Price Shopper. You'll be glad. Tell them I sent you. Or something, something. <laughs> they'll be glad to hear from you. I don't know. Whatever those people say when they're like, tell them I sent you. I don't think anybody ever cares if you we'll, walk up. We'll to leave it. the light on for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tom Bodette from Motel 6. We'll leave a light on for you. I haven't heard one of those in a while. Do Motel 6 even exist anymore? I don't know. There was only one I ever knew of down on uh, Genesee Street. I don't know if it's there anymore. We'll have to look into that, I guess. Yeah, it probably went the way of Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut's still around. Not the one down there. Not the one, Not that. Not that Friendly's. Not that Taco Bell. They got nothing. Bunch of bunch of slackers. What do they have? A fifty style diner from McDonald's? Come on, everybody's got one of those. Everyone's yeah. buying that land. We're like, we're gonna put some giant hotels in here. Yeah, well, and we're gonna put some some loft style apartments. The loft style apartments make sense, and I guess the hotels do too, only for the fact of it being a throughway exit right there. Yeah, and nobody wants to go to a hotel in Westmoreland, so. You know. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> back to what we're actually, tangent. Back to what we're actually supposed to be doing. What have you been doing the last six days? Nada. Nothing. Good. Good start. So I've been... <laughs> <laughs> I played a couple games of Battlefield Five. Uh, spoiler alert. I still suck. Um, Spoil- spoiler alert. Man, that's not a spoiler. We've known forever. Uh, I finished Kodor. Uh, it was... It was good. You know, it was Kodor. I mean, the restoration content was not end-all, be-all, but it was never 
pitched as the end all be all. I, I I'm happy you finished it. Yes. I'm, I'm happy you've now been able to say that you are done with that. Yep. Uh, Outer Worlds is next since it's shorter than I originally thought. And uh, we'll go for I mean, uh, reportedly. Reportedly. Um, I am kind of <laughs> thrilled I was on Crunchyroll scrolling through my queue. And one of my shows have updated. They have added, they, they created a movie um, oh. to bridge the gap, the volleyball anime. Made a movie. They got the big tournament coming up. So they made a movie. Out of the tournament? That is the summer camp to the tournament. training camp for the tournament. Oh, I am, in- I am intrigued, and I haven't so, watched an episode of this. Dude, you would like this. I mean, it's fucking spiking people in the face. So, I could go into a volleyball story, and I might. Uh, fuck it, we're on the. It's not so far off for a tangent. Uh, I would like to watch anime with you, but I know it's a difficult thing to do. That being said, uh, volleyball tangent was I actually did injure somebody's finger already this season. Why you do this? I sprained. <laughs> I sprained their thumb. Would they? Would they trying to block your spikes? So they were trying to. So the joke is, I can't swing hard or accurate. And he blocked me, or went to block me, and he, I don't know if he just had his hand open like this, Mm -hmm. which is basically just put your hand out in front of you, you know, fingers up. Yeah. And I think I just caught his thumb and just bent it backwards and sprained it. He was supposed to be out two to four weeks. Oh, nice. Great. Yeah. Well, don't do do this either, because you're just going to take the sweet jam right to the end, Uh. too. It's funny because in the anime, they always like whenever they show the, they always try to make it you know dramatic, right? And it's always like this like, yeah. The idea is that you want to put a roof over the people, <laughs> yeah, like the wall, you know, like yeah. this. So you don't go straight up. Yeah. I mean, you can, but you want to go straight up and then kind of go, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you get fancy and they do the deflections to pop it up for people. Oh yeah, that's we're getting, you know, we're getting real fancy. Yeah. Let's not get these technical terms out here like liberos and things. Oh Jesus, calm down. Oh hey. Hey guy. Easy with the volleyball terms. Bump, set, spike. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm just seeing like the poo meme where there he's wearing the tux. Oh. <laughs> yeah, except it's the picture of him not in the tux is like bump, set, spike and then him in the tux is like Libero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's literally it that I've been doing. I mean, it sounds riveting. Riveting. I don't recall anything else. Then it wasn't important. <laughs> <laughs> also a really good meme. Aren't you forgetting something? No, then it wasn't important. Yeah, how about you? More than that, uh, I played. I did dabble in a little dim dab, dim dab, and a little bit of that uh, Pacific theater. Yeah, I I was thwarted in my attempts to take the islands in the one game of breakthrough I played, but I did return to my conquest ways of dominating every other battlefield. I was the MacArthur. I never mind. I so I also. <laughs> Before I get too far into that tangent, I did listen to episode or part three now of Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, where mm-hmm. he's discussing the supernova in the East, and we have now reached like World War II Pacific Theater time, and so I just finished listening to that four and a half hour episode. Mm-hmm. So I'm very much into his going into MacArthur and everything that yeah. happens in. Uh, I'm not familiar Baton with this. and all this stuff. What is this? It's a podcast that we're going to discuss after this oh, because okay. you would love it. Okay. He starts talking. There's moments where he's just mentioned in this episode specifically, there's moments where he's mentioning planes and everything. And I can't help but hear you in my head going, Oh, yeah. Really good plane. Ooh. <laughs> that one? Yeah. That really does suck. He's right. <laughs> uh, Netflix did add a Spitfire documentary to the. Their, Netflix also got yeah. another one added to your list of World War II events literally mm-hmm. tonight as we started watching IT Crowd. Yeah. I got a gotta hack away at that netflix queue it's getting a little too long um so yeah i played some battlefield i played some much more modern warfare in call of duty modern warfare i see what you did there hey oh uh 
I'm excited to see when I do have internet back if the patch fixes a lot of things I was complaining about. So that'll be good. What if the patch broke the internet for everyone? That'd be interesting. That'd be honestly impressive how they took everybody's internet down <laughs> by trying to fix Call of Duty. Uh, and then uh, we played a little Wolfenstein. We're yeah, getting closer yeah. and closer to getting that out of the way. Little Wolfenstein. I think one more night and we could probably just power through it. Put it to bed. Yeah. That night that we played, I was like, my blood pressure was already pretty sky high because I was just having one of those days. You know those days where like, not big things, but like a bunch of little things just constantly go wrong and it like annoys you. Like I was having one of those days. I know. Yeah. And then like. There's a there's a slight you're re, you're no, you know you're at a tipping point yeah and whether or not you'll cross or not is that just you're waiting to see what the next thing is gonna yeah, be yeah I was you know, like if this one sends me I'm done I was just getting fucking like irritated so irritated but I was getting irritated not that irritated but I was getting irritated because I forgot what that game was like and so as I'm just trying to like run to the next area I'm like oh yeah that's right this thing is a fucking slog running through here yeah I wasn't nothing about Wolfenstein irritated me it was like right. Prior to playing Wolfenstein, I was like already at that point. Like I just quit out of Battlefield because like it was not going well, and like going into Battlefield, I was already irritated. So yeah, it was I was just irritated in general. That's fair. But yeah, it was. Uh, so I played some of that. Gonna be playing some Need for Speed Heat. Do my little race race, little zoom zoom, and a vroom vroom. Just shake your rump. Sorry. You think it's going to be any good? Uh, so I did the very, very initial, like, when they do the good old, you start the game, they spawn you immediately in a race. Yeah, it's like the tutorial And it, it felt okay. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Because okay. obviously they spawn you in with a good car yeah. and yada yada. Yeah. That's not indicative of how good your driving is. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, I'm hopeful. But we'll see. Then, uh, what else? Did I do anything else? No is my answer, I think. Wow. No, that's kind of taking a backseat now that I'm 60. It's just, it's there. Uh, mobile games, of course. Still doing the show, obviously. Yeah, still just touching the show. So I don't, I don't think I really have done anything. I... I think I mentioned last week that I finally sat down and watched Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, I think you did. I think you I mentioned remember. it last week. Um, but I sat down and watched that, and now I do have the poster. It's finally made its way here, and it is now up in the dining room. It looks it's a one, very, wonderful. A very high-quality poster. It is. It is very nice. I wasn't unsure what I was going to be getting. I knew the image, obviously. I was like, I don't know the like the quality or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Great quality. MondoTees.com. Go to their poster section. Boom. You're not going to see it there. (laughs) It's not listed anymore. It's gone. But it is a great... Does he say uh, how many many he makes? How many prints he makes normally? So Mondo being the company, I don't think it's just one guy. Yeah. I think they host other artists on their site for Mm -hmm. posters too. Like they'll have like the poster done by so-and-so and and they're just the storefront that's for him. Uh, So I don't know how many that specific artist had done. But yeah, it's a it's a nice fit. I do like it, and it's a nice thing to have it in a nice frame, not these frames. Yeah, the post the cliche poster frames, the cliche less than ten dollar plastic mm-hmm. pieces of shit. See, the trick with the frames is with Michaels and Hobby Lobby is they run sales every once in a while where it's like you buy one, you get one fifty percent off, or sometimes they're just fifty percent off. So you yeah, get like that one had a fifty percent off yeah uh, coupon on the phone for it and i was like that's the only reason i bought it is because it was a one day deal and i was like mm-hmm. yep deal yeah that's the way to do it yeah i won't i will not pay that frame was supposed to be like 50 something dollars i got it for 25 so yeah 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 i'll take that deal <laughs> but uh that one's to your left is probably gonna go away the next poster i see that'll be the next one to come down i think that officially needs to get retired the rooster teeth poster yeah Maybe not the poster itself, but that frame 100% needs to go. And I would much rather have a brighter picture there, I think. Yeah. Maybe something that's um, more 
I don't want to say artsy, but I guess that's the best way to describe yeah. it. Yeah, definitely more artsy, but also like a brighter mm-hmm. distinction. Like I think the GTA one's fine because it's still colorful. Yeah. Uh, but that one needs to have something else in it. And there's more to be discussed about this room, but that's a, that's a whole other thing. And that's not indicative of what this podcast is because now <laughs> we're just moving on. Uh yeah, podcast, uh blah, 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 other stuff, cool. Yep. Yeah. Woo. Hey, uh maybe I need something new to play. <laughs> and maybe it's maybe it's a good thing Matt's Maybe I, it's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> and copyright. Uh maybe it's also a good thing that uh Matt's iPad connected to the dock before we lost internet. I'm surprised it's like Allowing it to stay up, like I feel like normally. I think technically you like make a local copy of it, yeah. so it should just sit there now. But yeah. so yeah, you were talking about things. You know, if I had more things I needed to play and add to my plate, exactly. Because you know I don't have enough time to play in the game, so why not add some more on there? So what if I told you, Matt, the first thing in new releases isn't a game at all? What if I told you that the Xbox Elite Two controller is now out? How much is this one? Three hundred dollars? No, this one's the two hundred dollar one. Oh, okay. Well, the last one was like one fifty, right? Yeah, one fifty. They upped this one by fifty bucks. Jesus, two hundred dollars for a fucking controller. You're right, Matt. I could buy an Xbox One for that price. Wow, so many things you could buy. Number two, Black Sod. Sad. Black Sad. Black Sod. Under the skin. For PC, Xbox, PlayStation, and Switch. Garfield Kart, Furious Racing for PlayStation, Xbox, PC, and Switch. Oh, this is a fun week, Matt. There's a lot of things in here. I'm like, ooh, fun times. Yeah, I saw it. It was pretty long. It's only 14. Not the longest I've had this year. I've been over 20, I'm pretty sure. Just Dance 2020 for PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and the Wii. That somebody rewrote to woo. <laughs> we we are going to talk about that. Oh, are we? <laughs> yeah. well, I can't wait. Uh, also, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020 for the Switch. My potential, potential favorite on this list. All right. And it's, a weird, it's a weird thing to say for what this week has in it. One of the things I will mention again. Perfectly new release, Planet Zoo for the PC. Now, I say Planet Zoo. Matt, I got a bad problem with uh, with tycoon games, you know? Yeah. Love me a roller coaster tycoon. I've played, I've discussed on this show, playing the mobile roller coaster tycoon. I tried the roller coaster tycoon remake they did on PC. Was it trash? Yes, it was. Good question. Good answer. Do I want them to make another one? Yes. Do I want somebody to do it right? Still yes. Did Parkitect catch my interest you might say yes it did did planet coaster catch my interest yes it did did it hold my interest no it did not now that's a lot of things about coasters back in the day with roller coaster tycoon was a little game called zoo tycoon oh yeah everyone knows zoo tycoon of course who didn't jam to zoo tycoon you drop elephants and leopards in and then they break the gate and you let them run around it's a fun time you you're in the helicopter taking sniper shots with trank darts to put them out it's a fun time that being said, Planet Zoo, made by the same people that did Planet Coaster, it's like New Zoo Tycoon. And I am tempted, Matt. I am severely tempted to go put on my safari outfit and go down under. Well, you got some time before you got to start micromanaging a football team, so you might as well this micromanage might this, a... <laughs> this might be just as chaotic. Actually, I'm not sure which would be worse depending on what team you chose to manage. (laughs) If you chose a bad enough team, it might be harder than managing a zoo. Like herding cats. Maybe. Maybe. Number seven, though, Matt, is our favorite game on the list, 100%, called Red Dead Redemption 2 that is now out for PC. What a train wreck that one is. Apparently, but that's don't let that take away from how good Red Dead Redemption 2 is. I the best suggestion I would say 
is wait until it's available on Steam, and then at least by then, spend a month. Maybe they got some patches in there. Maybe they stabilized it a bit. I mean, even if you don't want to wait till it's on Steam, just give it a month. Give it just time. Yeah, yeah that's because you'll still yeah. have even now. You still have two ways of getting it in the uh, the Rockstar launcher and Epic launcher. Mm-hmm. But with Steam, if it's still not fixed, you get your your money back. Return that. If it's if you bought it in a month and it's still not fixed, you're the idiot. <laughs> you can easily research whether or not it's fixed in a month before you. You buy never it. know. You never know. I'm just saying. You've already had a month of testing, and then you bought it, and then realized it was still broken. I'm a big fan of this BJ's water. I don't know why. I really I like. like it. I like that we're doing this. I like that we're just name dropping sponsors. You know, I really like DiGiorno <laughs> pizza. <laughs> My favorite frozen pizza, hands down, is DiGiorno, and I do love me some gummies. And I have 20 pounds of gummies now in my kitchen. You know what is sad, though, is that that's not an exaggeration. No, I know. I There's actually have 20 literally pounds. <laughs> 20 pounds. That's four bags, five pounds a piece. 20 pounds. You could drop them on a man's head and kill him. From a, that's, a, that's a weak man. From a height. From a height. We'll oh, from a height. Okay. I don't know, man. I feel Can like we... I could take two of those bags and beat someone to death with them. I feel like I probably yeah, I'd agree. <laughs> Can we use twenty pounds as just like the assumption for whatever food we ever get? Like I want twenty pounds of DiGiorno pizzas. Yeah. So like if we order food, it has to be twenty pounds. Yeah, it has to be twenty pounds. Okay. Or like anytime I'm like, I want twenty pounds of lucky charms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of like what was that dude who bought like was it corn pops or something? He got like the garbage bag, like the long bag oh, style. Oh my god! Uh, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we could probably just get like a body pillowcase and fill it with cereal. So I like fortune cookies. <laughs> and <laughs> did you know that you can order like six hundred fortune cookies that, on Amazon for that, like thirty bucks? Is that twenty pounds? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna look into that though. <laughs> I, I, if I can get them in twenty pounds, I will. I will order twenty pounds. This is gamers too, where we get twenty pounds of food constantly. The next week, it is my week to cook. We're doing twenty pound DiGiorno's. <laughs> I'm stacking them three high. Uh, DiGiorno, if you're. I listening. mean, they'd probably be like twenty pizzas. Maybe I don't know. DiGiorno, if you're listening, can you tell me how much one of your pizzas weighs? In, don't don't do the logistics of like three meat with stuffed crust. Just give me a base level or a fluctuation range, and I'll figure it out from there. I appreciate everything you do. You're the most delicious frozen pizza I've ever had, and no one will take that crown away from you anytime soon, per my understanding. Number eight, Valfaris for PlayStation and Xbox. Doesn't sound as delicious as a DiGiorno. <laughs> Number nine, stay cool, Kobayashi-san. A River City Ransom story for PlayStation, Xbox, PC, and Switch. You know if there's a title this long, Matt, it's getting in the dock. I just want some of these to turn into, like, cult classic games that, like... Speaking of of cult classic games, number 10, Death Stranding for PlayStation. (laughs) Death Stranding. Number 11, (laughs) Jumanji the Video Game for PlayStation, Xbox, PC, and Switch. Why do they still do this? I think that one's based off the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I'm saying, why do they still do this? Why do they still make video, video game games movie. based on movies? I don't know, man. The last one that was decent was Mad Max, and I stand by that. Number 12. Need for Speed Heat for PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Number... Th- you know what? We'll skip it. Number 14. I'm going back to it, though. Uh, Check, check, check. There we go. Number 14, new Super Lucky Tale for Switch. And number 13, Layton's Mystery Journey, Catriel and the Millionaire's Conspiracy for Switch. What the fuck? That's got to be some indie game. Uh, I mean, probably, yeah. All right, let's jump right into it. I like where we're headed. And that's to the news! <laughs> Number one. <laughs> PlayStation has named Guerrilla Games managing director and co-founder Herman Hulst as its new head of Worldwide Studios. He starts the role immediately and will manage all of Sony's games development across its 14 internal studios. 
<clears throat> Meanwhile, Worldwide Studios president was was he Worldwide Studio president? Did they bump him up? Shuhei Shu, Yoshida. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so Shu will leave his current role to lead in a new initiative that will look after and nurture external, smaller, independent studios. Yoshida's new position is part of a new initiative, quote, celebrating external developers that are creating new and unexpected experiences, end quote. Uh, he will report directly to Jim Ryan. The changes are part of Sony Interactive Entertainment's restructuring ahead of the launch of the PS5. Um, since there's no other good time to put it on here, and I don't want to... Um, do you remember we did an, uh we talked about uh the turmoil with the restructuring? Yes. So that article was written by gameindustry.biz. Okay. Jim Ryan saw it. Was less than thrilled about the article and he did an interview with Game Industry this week to clear up some of the rumors. Ah. The scuttlebutt. But all he did was marketing talk, and the article was massive. And I was like, I'm not talking about any of this shit because nothing important is said. The only important thing that was said, and he said it, so grain of salt, that the PS5 dev kits are being really well received by developers because they are, the developers say they are the easiest things to, to get games to run on. Like, easier than a PS4 to okay. work with. So Good. Good. I mean, that's the Potentially way less development time, I guess. Right. Yeah, that's how that totally translates. That's exactly what that means. We've, you know, we've never complained about the engine being the problem, never the hardware. So, yeah. Anyway, it's a, I mean, it's a good move, I think, all around. Pump for shoe. And... Good to see them take more of a, a step towards indie that they seem to have abandoned at a point. Yeah. I I mean, between Microsoft and Sony, Microsoft clearly went, yes, indies, hello, how are you? Good time. Sony went, we don't need your fucking independent money. So with somebody like Shu fixing that, it should mm-hmm. go pretty well. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to have a handle. Do they still have a third party? They probably person, or is he uh, going to might. handle third-party games as well? I'm assuming he probably is only going to take independent stuff, and that they do have a third-party person. But who it is, I can't. I'm, my assumption was it's going to be independent and like third-party new IP. That would probably be correct. Yeah. Number two, though. Speaking of PlayStation. PlayStation's head of global second-party games, Gio Corsi, today announced on Twitter that last week was his last with the company. Corsi said, quote, I'm taking some time off, but I will be back in games soon enough. I'm extremely proud of all the amazing things we accomplished. Big love to everyone past and present who made my time there truly special, end quote. Corsi joined the company as senior director of third-party production and developer relations during the run-up to the PlayStation 4's launch in 2013. He transitioned to the second-party position last year. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Interesting. Another end of an era. Yeah, they seem. My only fear here is they seem to be losing all the people that we we know are like really passionate about games. Yeah, everyone I mean, that's like new to or they're new to us and we don't really know them that well. So. Yeah, shoes like your remaining yeah. old guard. Uh, yeah, he is. He is the last on the wall. Yeah, for sure. He's doing a he's doing a rear action guard. <laughs> Tell you, man, Dan Carlin, hardcore history. If you. Enjoy history podcasts and not gaming podcasts. Stop listening. Go listen to that one. It's probably better anyway. And then come back in seven hours when you're done. We'll be uh, here. Trust me. We will be here. Hideo Kojima. Ooh, number three. Has revealed that his company, Kojima Productions, will turn to filmmaking going forward. Oh, wow. Such a shocker. <laughs> Talking to BBC Newsbeat in a documentary about the making of Death Stranding, Kojima said, quote, in the future, Kojima Productions will start making films. If you can do one thing well, then you can do everything well. End quote. Well, if that's not a Kojima quote and a half. <laughs> uh, the latter part of the quote seemed to have been said as a joke. Uh, the nope. overall statement doesn't really come as a surprise considering the cinematic dimensions of Kojima's games. To be fair, his joke was, <laughs> I'm fucking serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh This seems to mark a shift in the game creator's perspective, as a few months back, he told the Financial Times that he was regularly receiving requests to direct films, but was always declining them. Uh, The lines between games and films are increasingly blurred, which leaves a space to claim for creators such as Kojima. Uh, Quote, I think within the next few years, games will move on to streaming. Movies, dramas, and games will be all streamed, and you'll enjoy them on your iPad or your iPhone or a screen anytime, anywhere. Kojima told BBC Newsbeat. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think he has a point. I think he does too. And I think the joke has always followed him, as we've said before. He's already made movies. Yeah. I, there was some joke about like the first hour of Death Stranding, you maybe play 10 minutes. And I was like, oh, 10 minutes? That seems up from what I expected. <laughs> yeah, right. I, you remember? Yes. Yeah, so oh, I remember the beginning of the Metal forty-five Gear. minutes. Like you're literally just crawling. Around, yeah, you're crawling right? around in a hospital, and then all of a sudden you walk outside, and there's Firefly or whatever the hell his name was, Fire Mantis, whatever yeah, the fucking Fire Angel. Thing yeah, and here. I'm like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> what am I doing here? Uh, but I, I'd be intrigued to see an actual like movie. Just don't even bother with trying to fit gameplay into it. Just go. Yeah. It could be very um, Shutter Island-esque. Mm-hmm. For sure. Or Inception. Or... You imagine, like, Kojima's version of Inception? All right. You must go deeper. But then you must go higher, too. And you're like, I don't fucking... Why? <laughs> then he comes on the screen. You are the movie. Yeah. Then the whole lights go on in the theater. And you're the only one in it, even though you know you walked in with 150 other people. And you're like... I don't understand. <laughs> the lights go back off and they come back on and it's all just Kojimas all staring at you like sideways like welcome to your nightmare. Lights go dark again, come back up and you just look over your friend who's been sitting there the entire time like hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Kojima, man. <sighs> Number four. This next one is brought to you by DiGiorno. No, not really. This next one is going to throw a lot of percentages at you. So if you did really well in math, you're going to be fine. If you did mad in math, percentages are number ratio. <laughs> Just ignore ignore the numbers. Microsoft held a trial for a new four-day working week system in its Japanese office, and the results are promising. 
Throughout August 2019, the company closed the office every Friday, five days of the month. In case anybody was curious what that means, there were five Fridays in August. I read that weird. I understand. And gave full-time employees special paid leave to account for this. It also experimented with other aspects of daily office life, such as limiting meeting length to 30 minutes and encouraging employees to make more use of its own Microsoft Teams tool to communicate. The trial was dubbed the Work-Life Choice Challenge Summer 2019. There's, that's not even a good acronym. And the results show that staff were 39.9% more productive when compared to August of 2018. Microsoft also noted that electricity consumption was reduced by 23.1% when compared to August 2016, while the number of pages printed was reduced by 58.7%, indicating the environmental benefits of shorter work weeks. Employee questionnaires showed that 92.1% of staff members approved of a four-day work week and that 94% approved of the overall measures introduced. And Nate is 100% for a four-day work week. Here's the thing, though. Clearly, it works in Japan. Oh, yeah. The, the, listen, the... I just I'm I could sh- I could once again go into a Dan Carlin quote of the Japanese are just like all other humans except more so. Mm-hmm. They take it to another level. Yeah, they are. I'm, I'm sorry. I hear myself doing Dan Carlin because I just I, I I gotta get you to listen to this anyway. Uh, it's one that I don't know would translate, mm-hmm. but I like the idea. Not even so much just for the environmental things. It means you depending. It would mean that you're pulling four ten hours. Yeah. Four tens, but then to give always have that three day weekend. It does, you know, commutes and stuff like that can differ because maybe you have an already long hour commute. Well, now your day just got longer, mm-hmm. and so for those four days, you're home sleep, home sleep, home sleep, home sleep, three days off. So for the wait, let me get this right here. For the Work-Life Choice Challenge Winter 2019. Oh, please just make an acronym. Microsoft is going to, they said they're going to go a step further and um, they're going to let employees experiment with when they want to work and supplement their work, you know. Which that one has also gone into a thought of mine. If if you could have a true 24-7 Fit 40 hours into your 24-7. Mm-hmm. Here's a badge. As, as you need. Here's your badge. Do do as yeah. you need to. The building's open at all times. Right. Like, there will be 24-7 security. If you want to come in and do what you need to do, you know, badge in, go through security like you normally would. Mm-hmm. Elevator up, light on at your cube, and just do work. You know, can't sleep at night and you want to just go in, go for it. You're more of a night person than a day person. Go for it. Just do whatever you need to do and get it done. Which that one will be interesting too, just to see what you know. Some people choose and other people choose. I think you'd see a lot of people choosing to work like less days but longer days. I think you would either see that or you would see people pulling like uh, like six fives. Mm-hmm. Or six sixes, whatever, whatever it would break down to, where they just go in a bunch of days, but for really short days, and that all once again all depends on your commute and stuff like that. Yeah, but if you're like, yeah, I just got to stop into the office for a couple hours and then still have the rest of your whole day to do stuff. Yeah, I could see people doing that. And the nice thing too, I mean, in theory, the nice thing about it too is you can change based on what you have going on outside of life. So right. like outside of work, I should say. So like. You know, taking a vacation or doctor's taking a long weekend or, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah, doctor's appointments or anything else. You're just like, it's the only time I can get in to see him, but I can go to work whenever I need to. So, mm-hmm. screw it. Definitely be an interesting thing. Yeah. Not that on. we're necessarily a labor podcast, but, you know. Yeah, it's still interesting life. We, uh, we experience it all the same way you all do. Terribly. Like sand through the hourglass. So are the days of our lives copyright number five just dance 2020 came came out this week oh my god on ps4 xbox one nintendo switch and 
the Wii. I still can't believe it. And it marks the last time a Ubisoft game will be released on the Wii. That it does, but I still can't believe it even came out on the Wii. In a statement to GameIndustry.biz, Ubisoft confirmed that it is done with the Wii. Quote, we'd like to clarify... We'd like to clarify... (laughs) Wow. (laughs) We would like to say the word that Matt's trying to use. Uh, We'd like to clarify... That Just Dance 2020 will be the last Ubisoft title to release on Wii. We can't speak on behalf of other publishers or for Nintendo, end quote. Uh, though it isn't certain, this could mean that Just Dance 2020 will be the last game to release on the Wii ever. I mean, that's probably true. I think 20, I think 19 was the last one to release before this one. You are correct, sir. Ubisoft has held the line on being the only new publisher with a new game coming to the Wii for a few years now. Yeah, there it is. I do I do like the idea when he's like, I won't speak for other publishers. And I'm like, you've been the only one for five years. I, it's, it's interesting, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, man, just dance. End, end of an era, Wii. End of an era. <clears throat> That officially means our predictions next year cannot include Just Dance 2021 <laughs> being announced for coming out on the Wii. I still think we're going to get a Resistance game, man. I'm holding to that. I love. I I like our yearly predictions. Number six. Oh, and my shooting myself in the foot every time. <laughs> this year, do. I feel like you're going to turn a new leaf. Turn I mean, over I, a new leaf. I turned it last year, but. Sometimes they just don't get spite. I get bored. I get bored of my own prediction. Well, I'm because like, to a certain extent, it's getting more predictable. Right. And I'm like, ooh, watchdogs. Yeah, obviously. Okay. Ooh, watchdogs. But it's here. And they do this exact shot in the trailer. And then they do this. And then they show this. And I'm like, all right, that sounds way spicier. What am I doing? <laughs> I'm making myself wrong halfway through this prediction. But anyway, that's a different episode. Spooky cat sounds. That was the spooky noise for sure. It was, it was the spooky boy jumping up on a ledge to uh, survey his city as he is Catman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not wearing friskies. I don't. I can't think of a. I'm not wearing kitten mittens. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, the Chinese government has announced new... Why? Oh, God, no. Not yeah, China story, Matt. We are doing a China story. The Chinese government has announced new rules designed to tackle game addiction, banning minors from playing online games, specifically between 10 p.m. and 8 a.m., along with the curfew, which will affect all online games being played in China. Under 18s will also be restricted to 90 minutes of online gaming during the week while they can indulge for three hours per day on weekends and public holidays, which is <laughs> barely enough time for a raid. Think about that, though. The whole week, they're only allowed to play 90 minutes online. I mean, listen, I've always said it sucks to be Chinese. This just makes it more so. It does. And how are you supposed to... I mean, it's China, but how are you supposed to, like, monitor how, that? It's China. You know they're... You're signing know, in. It's, you're just, signing, well, it's just so crazy. You're man. signing in with your state ID to their state internet. Oh no! I, am I saying? <laughs> am I predicting what I'm reading? Uh, the other kick is yeah. So speaking of raid times, there was a guild we saw advertising one night that had a seven-hour chunk reserved on Sundays as their raid schedule. Yeah, they raided for seven hours. I was like, no, <laughs> no. Why? I. I one day a week, that was their raid time, seven hours. So you think they were just like getting groups and groups through, or like? No, my guess is that they just reserved seven hours to get through everything they wanted to get through, and then if they were done early, they were done early. Yeah, so it might it, take them like three yeah. hours. Like it that. could take them seven hours, depending on like how much they wanted to do. I assume, but anyway, there are spending limits too, depending on the player's age. Sixteen to eighteen year olds can spend up to four hundred won. Yeah, Yuan? Juan? Uh, Juan John? It's uh Yen. Yen. Oh that that's how you spell Yen? I always spell it the American way with an E. 
I think it's yen. Yeah, it's yen. Isn't that what Chinese use? Yeah, but I always spelled it Y-E-N. I know, right? I never thought maybe about I, it until maybe I typed I sp- it out. Maybe I spell it just phonetically, and I don't think. That's probably true. I mean, I that's... The article I was reading it spelled it that way, so... Well, maybe they're more culturally liter- lit- culturally literate. I just oh, wanted maybe. to go fucking try it, but I don't have any service, so oh. it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Hey, Google, fix my internet. All right, so let's say yen. 16 to 18-year-olds can spend up to 400 yen, or 57 American dollars per month, while younger players can only shell out up to 200 yen, or 29 American dollars. Six measures are being taken, including the curfew, time limits, and spending caps. One is stricter rules for real name registration, which currently uses mobile phones where kids can just use their parents' phone to register an account. The new rules require players to provide valid identity information if they want to register. Game game companies will need to supervise their players more too, and companies that don't meet the new requirements will be given a time limit to make changes, possibly leading to licenses being revoked if they do not comply. The government will also be looking into creating a new age rating system while also training parents and teachers to work with kids on their online habits. Holy fuck. Bad time to be in China. It is a bad time to be in China. Um, Let's see here. Number seven, Kerbal Space Program 2 is going to take a little longer than expected to arrive. It was initially slated to come out sometime during Take-Two Interactive's 2020 fiscal year. Which ends March 31st. But the company's announced during an investor's call today that it won't be around until 2021. Oh, boy. Purple Space Program. Seeing how it's take two, maybe it'll be going to uh, Epic. Probably. Probably. You got all the long ones this week, I think. That's fine with me. Because we're about to talk about one of one of my favorite things, my most anticipated game of this month, Matt. Two weeks. Be there. I'm not gonna be there. Oh, you'll be there. I'm not being. Nowhere. I'll be here. You'll be. You'll here. be here. <laughs> Maybe I'll be playing Pokemon during this. If you have to, and you'll just hear me go, "Ooh, what's this? Ooh, what's that?" Number eight. To celebrate the launch of the new Team Rocket special research in Pokemon Go, not the one I will be playing in two weeks, Shiny Meowth has finally been added to the game. In addition to this, Ekans and Coughing will be spawning more, which means you can use this as a chance to grab one of their shiny forms. Which, in case you're curious, neither of those shinies, they don't look that good. Note that these two will not have their shiny rates increased, though. More Pokemon that are Team Rocket related will also be featured in raids, but specifics have yet to be announced. Cobalion will still be the featured Pokemon in Tier 5 raids. These spawns and raid changes will last until November 14th at 4pm Eastern Standard Time. Sandshrew, Bellsprout, Magnemite, Porygon, and Wobbuffet will also start appearing from Team Rocket Pokestops as Shadow Pokemon. Meowth, Scyther, and Sneasel are also disappearing from regular Team Rocket Pokestops and will only be featured in battles with Team Rocket leaders starting yesterday and or two days ago and or three days ago. Depends on when you listen to it. But, you know, do the math. Something like that. I saw the update news for Pokemon Go and I went, cool. No Pokemon spawned near me still. So, well, whatever it is. It's a sad day. It's a sad day. You know, I just got to, I can't just inject the Pokemon into my vein like I want to. Jesus, that sounds like a drug addiction. No, it's like stem cells. I get stronger and stronger. (laughs) Number nine. Last week's release. Is that too far? I don't know. I mean, do you eat the Pokemon and it makes you stronger? You ever see that South Park episode? No. (laughs) Christopher Reese was running around (laughs) eating... Eating stem cells? Eating stem cells to keep himself alive. Jesus Christ. Um, Last week's release of Call of Duty Modern Warfare has been hailed as an enormous success by publisher Activision. According to a press release, it brought in over $600 million over the weekend, making it the best launch for a Call of Duty game this console generation. In addition, it has enjoyed the best PC launch in franchise history. And boasts the best digital release Activision has ever had. 
Um, I mean, the digital release thing just makes sense because that's the way everything's moving. So, cool. PC thing, though. That's kind of cool. It is. I mean, it kind of makes sense, though, too. When you, like, just do the number yeah. jumping around in your head, and you're like, well, yeah, obviously, it's the best PC launch in franchise history. What one would have beat it? And in theory, that will only get beaten by the next one. In well, theory. I guess it's kind of proof that PC is still growing. Maybe. It's a weird thing with still growing. I don't know that PC is necessarily still growing. I think just that the conversion rate is starting to jump. If that makes sense. I think PC has still always been big. And I guess technically growing is the right word. But I think PC has always been big. It's just the conversion is starting to happen as a lot of the top Twitch people are on PC. And so that's starting the full conversion like sooner. Convert from console cons- over. So you're saying the conversion rate is higher. It's higher. In terms of like somebody that doesn't game at all to PC versus just somebody switching from going from a console to a PC now. Yeah. There's still growth numbers. I just think it's a different different way to look at growth, mm-hmm. if, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You're picking up what I'm putting down? I am picking up what you're putting down. Man. I definitely have heard more parents being like, I built, I have my, built, my, bought my, built, my, built, my, my, See, every time I every time I heard that, I was like, "So, do you want to buy the TV or not?" That's just all. <laughs> Man, this is weird. When, ma'am, this, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> it's just weird how mainstream it's become. I feel like, like, so it really it's really become mainstream, and it's also the part that scares me whenever I do hear some some people going, oh, "I bought my son a gaming PC," and I'm like, "Ooh, you <laughs> might you might not be buying what you know about." Yeah, you might have walked into the Best Buy and they went, there's some no Fortnite's real good. <laughs> and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. <laughs> Reality, man. Number 10. The newest DLC fighter has arrived in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Terry Bogard of the SNK fame has been added to the game in Patch 6.0. The game's director, Masahiro Sakurai, showed some of Terry's abilities and moves and gave fans a look at the new King of Fighters stage during Nintendo's 45-minute Smash Bros. livestream on Wednesday morning. Terry has a few unique moves, but his biggest strength becomes available once his damage goes above 100%. At that point, Terry can use his super special moves. These abilities are high-risk, high-reward attacks that might allow you to turn the momentum of a match around, even if things look hopeless. Patch 6.0 also includes the new King of Fighter stage, as well as several new me costumes. I look forward to getting my ass kicked again in Smash. Yes, yes. Because as is tradition, Matthew, I can't play fighting games worth a damn. Sorry, man. The um, the types... Unless I'm against a CPU, then it's fine. The genre of games that I am good at is very quickly dwindling, so it's cool. Uh, number 11, following the underwhelming launch of Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Ubisoft is now reflecting on its process for approving games and is trying to make internal company changes. Uh, During the latest episode of Split Screen Podcast, uh, Kotaku's Jason Schreier explained that he had been in contact with members of Ubisoft's team and and says there has been an internal shift. Quote, conversations I've had with people is that Ubisoft is changing their mentality big time. Now it's all about you have to pitch your game as being super unique having a unique aspect to it, end quote. It's always good when a, a company takes, uh, I don't know, I guess you could say failure. Seriously. Serious failure. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I don't know. I I guess Breakpoint's a failure, but... Yeah, I, I, would, I would probably deem it a failure at this point because we haven't talked about it. And not that we talk about, you know, we're not the barometer for if a game has failed or not, but when even we who are pulling, what did you pull this week? 12 stories? Yeah. 12 stories, and we're not a daily show. We're a weekly show, and not once since it launched have we mentioned it. 
I yeah. mentioned it in the new releases when it launched that week, and that was all we said. The the barometer for me is that we both, separate from each other, saw it, it state, and n- didn't mention it to each other at all about yeah. getting it or anything like that. I was just like, uh, this isn't, maybe we shouldn't look at this right now. Yeah, it was just kind of like the, ooh, everybody likes a dumpster fire. <laughs> that does not look good. Huh. All right, then. Well, I'm going to go uh, to this donut shop over here. And... <laughs> I mean, it was... Uh... Was that the last thing? The last thing is Black Friday deals. Have you looked at them? So, inter- you know what? We're going to skip this right down to the deal section. The deal time. No, I haven't. Okay. So, I'm assuming there's already... Oh, I, f- I felt my head about to pop right there. That felt... Oh, no... It- if it pops, I'm worried it won't go back in. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen the normal. Uh, ooh, get your sneak peek at our Black Friday ad. It's not a fucking sneak peek. It's literally just the ad. So um, the big retailers have released their Black Friday ads. Walmart, Target, Best Buy. Yes. Kmart. They are <laughs> Kmart. identical to every other year. Identical in the sense that nothing's actually a deal, save for like six things. Yeah, so it's the same shit. Like, oh, you got your TVs, yep. you got your Beats headphones, got your Apple products. Yep, you got your Apple products. You got your cell phone gift cards. You got your games. Yeah, you got your games. You, you got, got your forty dollar controller. Forty dollar controller. Yep, forty dollar yeah. controllers. It's literally there's identical. there's one Canon and one Nikon high end DSLR yep. bundle. There's, you know, you got your Fitbits. Ah, uh, yes, your on your your Fit wearables, uh, the Google Homes, and the that Google stuff. bought Fitbit. I don't know if you it, saw that. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So identical, which you know was slightly irritating. I mean, it's slightly irritating, but what else are you going to expect? Like, what you know? There's nothing else you can really do. Nothing. Nothing else has come out that's been like an entire genre of products. True. Um, so yeah, that was basically it. I haven't looked at anything else. I haven't really gone into the looking at things. I think what people always, I, I say people, if we were to give you a Black Friday like episode slash tour guide around Black Friday, I think we would both agree that your best deals are actually on clothes. Yeah, I would say like, clothes. Electronics aren't really usually that good of a deal mm-hmm. in terms of what you can find throughout the year. And then in terms of TVs, yes, there are certain SKUs that are Black Friday SKUs. But you can get, if you just don't want to get a TV or deal with the people now, wait until the week of Super Bowl. Yeah. Everybody yeah. puts their TVs either on sale the week before or week of Super Bowl. The only advantage to the Black Friday TVs is if you need if you need a TV dirt cheap that's like kind of a throwaway TV. You can get one. That's one to get one. Yeah. They are dirt cheap. But like if you want a decent TV. If you're going for one that you're trying to like have for a few years. Yeah, don't get a Black Friday TV. Just um, settle with a good old Super Bowl TV. <laughs> yeah, Super Bowl TV. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like what would be. I mean, like games are a good deal. Games are usually a good deal, depend, but you're never you're not going to you're not going to well console, yeah, but you're also not going to find a brand new game for that good of a deal. You might find it for $10 off, which yes, is yeah. a pretty good deal, but that's not like ridiculous and you might see that again through December as you lead up to Christmas anyway. I was kind of hoping for some insane like uh $40 $40 controllers are good. Yeah. Like, it's the best price you see all year. Mm-hmm. It's just nothing new from what you see in other Black Fridays. Yeah. And you can't get them at other points of the year at that price. So, I'm surprised there isn't a deep cut on consoles to start flushing inventory. Yeah. They're all the same as they've been the past couple of years. One ninety nine, one ninety nine with games. You know, mm-hmm. it's the I was kind of hoping that someone would be ballsy and go down to one, like, 149. Yeah. Yeah. I think they would probably be losing way too much on that. And if they were to do 150, you'd have to run into the situation of like that 360 arcade thing where it's only a four gig hard drive and shit. True. And true. Nobody wants those anyway. So yeah. Games. I'm trying to think of what else. Certain like household stuff can be found at decent deals. Yeah, I'm I wanted sure Instant to get, Pots are on there. Yeah, Instant yeah. Pots, Air Fryers are always a big one. Air too. Fryer, some good, uh, some good Pyrex 
I wanted to get um, one of the Chef Mate stand mixers. Ah, yeah. But I found out that they're actually, there's two different ones. There's, there's, so the ones that you see that are like deep discounted have plastic gears, plastic internal gears. So like, sucky. They're not as robust as the pros or whatever, like the original Chef Mate. Your actual metal gears. and, And those things are usually, I mean, Chef Mate mixer, depending on the one you get, is like $250 to $300. Just, Outright, yeah, insane in the membrane, insane Go in the brain, crazy insane. Got no brain, yeah. That was it. That was all I wanted to, you know, touch on that. They're there. Black Friday is there. It's normal. Black Friday is coming. Don't don't come out. Please, Please you're don't. shopping from home. Yeah, on the computer. Most, a lot of the stuff you can do online now. Yep, and usually before the store opens. Yep. Um, or even, just wait. I mean, the even, deals are there regardless. So, like, if you wait, it's not the end of the world. You'll be able to find something similar at a similar price. And you know what? If you go out on Friday, on Friday, I'm okay with you. On Friday, I understand. On Thanksgiving, piss off. Yeah, relax. Spend just some, in, just, spend some just time with the family. Hang out and enjoy it. Or don't spend some time with your family. Spend some time with yourself. Spend some time away from the damn store. There was no better message that I could give to people than spend time away from me on Thanksgiving. (laughs) Because if I see you in the store, oh, I'm yelling. Mostly because I'm already yelling because nobody can hear me anyway and I lose my voice and I turn into Batman by about 1130. But, you know, which way are the cameras? Over there. (laughs) Just kind of, you know, I lose it. Anyways, what do we got other deals you want to talk about? We do have other deals. Okay. They're in that listing there. I don't remember exactly what they all are. The first one's not 100% right because I didn't change the date. But I the, hope it updated. Uh, uh, did it? Yeah, December. Yakuza Kiwami. Kiwami, yep. Uh, my time at Portia. 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 That's weird. Uh, Soul Calibur 6. Yep. And more. On uh, November 1st. That date's wrong. That's for the month uh, is wrong. Uh, and more. And sometime in December, like the first weekend probably. December sometime. Yeah, so that's Humble Bundle Monthly, $12 right now, and you get those three games plus more at the beginning of December. Those are uh, three much worth there. I think at least one of those titles is worth $12. And that's three of them for $12. Uh, are the rest of these accurate? They should be if that one is. Okay. So PS4, the, the PlayStation Plus game for the month are Neo and Outlast 2. Now, if you want to play some Outlast 2 and get a little spookied, go bump in the night when you're running around with that video camera and you're running out of batteries. And you can't see where you're running because you're running through a cornfield. It's a scary time, Matt. It is. For Xbox Gold, we have Sherlock Holmes, The Devil's Daughter. November 1st through the 30th. I hate you, Xbox. I hate you for this reason. Uh, The Final Station, 16th through December 15th. Both of those are Xbox One, by the way. Uh, And then you have Star Wars Jedi Starfighter, classic game. November 1st through the 15th. Uh, Joyride Turbo, November 16th through the 30th. That's the 360 game. Which I believe are also available on Xbox One thanks to backwards compatibility. That is true. And then we have Twitch Prime games. As Nate likes to say, if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime. I do like to say that, Matt. (laughs) I appreciate that you pay attention to the way I talk during this podcast. It's good that you are not only a good speaker, but you are a good listener. Those are the qualities of a leader. Like one general. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) All right. So Twitch Prime, Darksiders 2. Uh, the death in event, death. It got caught up in the word. I don't even know if I can say this. Like it's, it's hard to, it's like a tongue twister. Cause I want to say definitive, but it's not definitive. It's definitive edition. Uh, planet alpha sword, legacy, omen, turmoil, double cross. Double cross. Yeah, that's it for the games. It's a lot of deals. A lot of things to be shopping for. And now, folks, I mean, we we mentioned some stuff. 
PlayStation Plus, you got those two games. Xbox Live Gold, you got those two games. Twitch Prime, Amazon Prime, you got those games. Those are all some great free games. Then we mentioned Humble Bundle Monthly. It's a solid thing for $12. You could gift that to somebody if you wanted to. Or you could wait. And I'll tell you the ones that are going to be out in January. And then gift it to them in the Christmas time. You know, it's the gift-giving season. That being said, Matt also mentioned we had Black Friday deals. Don't go in the damn store on Thanksgiving. And if I say it one more time, I'm going to lose my mind. But I'm going to say it again. Next week and the week after. And then I'm going to say it on the Friday podcast of Black Friday after Thanksgiving. And I'm going to say, if you went in the store, (laughs) I'm going to do it in the past tense. I'll see you. I'll know. Call you out. I'll know. I'll feel it in my soul. I'll be like, hmm, I sensed six listeners were in the store that day. And I disagree with all of you. But I appreciate you for listening. And I feel like I've rambled on far too long about nothing except the great deals that we have presented, the great stories that we have told, and the great ramblings of the beginning of this podcast in which I described a podcast Matt needs to listen to. I've said it already. I'm not going to say it again. And I'm still talking, but we're going to end this now. So we will see you in seven days. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.